pinch me. (laughs) I'm an author. I wrote a book, Destined for Greatness, Living an Inspired Life from Head to Tippy Toes. If you haven't already gotten your copy, you may head over to my website, sarahnoose.com, or go to Amazon and check out Sarah Noose, Destined for Greatness. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Destined for Greatness podcast, where we believe that each person is destined for greatness. I am your host, Sarah Noose, and I'm joined by my handsome co-host, who's my husband, Adam. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. How are you? So good. How are you? Oh, doing great. Good. This is fun. So fun. (laughs) And another fun chapter, Mm -hmm. probably my favorite yet. This is your favorite. Yeah. Love it. Love it. It's just a good one. Yeah. Chapter 15, Mm -hmm. Destined for Greatness, titled Loss of Focus. (laughs) Yes. Which is so... Both of us have, what, ADHD or mm-hmm. self-proclaimed? Well, I actually have ADD. Well, I, you know, do you always have it, I wonder? No, I think it was a face. Yeah, so I got it in, I got diagnosed in seventh grade. So there you go. You don't go. have it anymore. But, but I, it is hard to focus. You know, sometimes. a lot of entrepreneurs have ADD, so that would make sense. And a lot of entrepreneurs do really bad in school, so that would make sense for me, at least. All makes sense. Doctor. Dr. Adam. ADHD. <laughs> I, don't I was think... never diagnosed, though. I I remember in college one time uh-huh. um, going, <laughs> I told my dad that I think I found out what the problem was, that I needed Ritalin. Because mm-hmm. I might have borrowed some Ritalin before oh a God. test one time. Adam, is that that's bad? Awful. Yes, that's like doing drugs. No, it's not doing drugs. Yes, it is. Were you prescribed it? No, but is it I a thought drug? that I should have. Then that is doing drugs. Okay, I did it once, and I thought that it worked pretty well. That I'm appalled at You've you. You've never heard that? No, I've heard it, but now that we're on the air, I can be like, I am so... Oh, you can judge me. I'm going to judge you, yes. So I actually judge. could have been the one to give it to you because that was my problem in college is I didn't want to take it anymore because I had taken it for so long. So. So anyway, I tried it, and I... I think I did get on a test. And mm-hmm. so I came back home and I told my dad, I said, oh, found out what the problem is. <laughs> what did and he say? We went to the doctor and he said, that's not the problem. <laughs> yeah, doctor. Adam, I wonder how many doctors have ADHD. You know, I don't have the H, just the Ds. I, could have, I, don't, know, I don't know the difference. Mm, hyper and just can't focus, I think. But it's okay. Anyway. So you talk in your book about kind of getting it wrong, Mm -hmm. getting it really wrong. Yeah. Moving past that discomfort. Yeah. Can you share that? So this is one of my favorite stories. And I actually, when I speak at events, I really like to do this because I actually um, acted out, I guess. So this one particularly wasn't about me, but do you remember the story when I was going to get a massage and this, and you got to read the chapter of the book because I'm not going to do it justice here. But the lady thought she was putting on a shower cap and lo and behold, it was disposable underwear and she's a little bit older and she has disposable underwear sitting on her head as she's waiting to get a massage. And I started laughing so hard. And then I thought it was a moment for me because I thought, how often do we just get it wrong? And we use in our house sometimes when we get it wrong, like, dude, you have a panties on your head moment. Like you're just getting it wrong and it's no big deal. We can move past getting it wrong. But a lot of times people struggle 
when they do get things wrong or things aren't exactly how they think, it freezes them in fear. And so I talk a lot about that in my story because I had a lot of things that could have defined me that didn't go the way I thought they would. Um, But the point of all of it was I did freeze in fear in some of them for a little while, but then I had to take action, taking a step forward. I love it. And we see it sometimes in our house when Mm -hmm. I think the other day Hank came down in a shirt that was on backwards Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and one of his sisters made fun of him and he's like, Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Just move past it. Hank. Yep. So making progress there. That's right. You know what? I always wore my clothes backwards growing up. I don't know if that's the problem or what. It was cool back then with crisscross. Yeah, I guess so. I remember my mom like, "Uh, your shirt's on backwards again or inside out and backwards. And Hank, I mean, Hank does that all the time. I don't think he ever wears his underwear the right way. But that's all right. Maybe that was too Neither much information. <laughs> oh, Adam. Okay, let's move past that. So do you feel that whatever you're going for, whenever you're going for something big or small, there'll always be detours? And how do you prepare for those? Yeah, I actually think detours are part of the makeup of what makes everything so great. So I would never have said this before, but having experienced quite a bit of life, I would say that some of my most defining moments have been the things that haven't gone the way that I had planned them. I think a lot of times we think in our head how things will just map themselves out. And often back to the freeze and fear, we freeze when things aren't going exactly how we've constructed them in our mind. But really it's during those moments of detours or things that aren't going the right way that we learn the most. Um, You know, sometimes it may look like a failure, but it's what we learn in those moments that help us grow as people and entrepreneurs. I think back to a time, um, and I'm thinking you're going to remember this story really well, when I got really, really mad at you. We were in Corpus and truthfully, we do not argue. Like it's probably weird for most people, but we just always pretty much see eye to eye and we've never had a big argument, but we did this one time and I was so mad at you because you were going on a guy's trip and it was really irrational and I couldn't figure out why I was so mad at you, but I was so mad, but you got madder and you're like, I am going and, and just left. And that is so not your nature. And it is so not my nature. And we had little Lucy was home and she was six months old. And I'm like, I'm a new mom. And my husband left me. I, I thought you didn't do guy trips anymore. Now that you're a dad, I was out of control, getting it all wrong. Um, do you remember this? Yes. I, remember, <laughs> I am glad to hear how much blame you're get, giving yourself. Yeah. Well, I could blame you too, because I was right. uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, he left and I love all of his buddies and there was no problem there, but it really rubbed me the wrong way for whatever reason. And then it really made me mad that he left for the weekend and didn't even say goodbye. I don't, I don't know, but I'll never forget. Um, I just was feeling super emotional and you came home and I was on our front porch and I think you were feeling bad maybe but then I handed you something. Do you remember what I handed you? A pregnancy test (laughs) that explained everything. Everything. I had gotten it all wrong. I let my emotions take the most of me. I had no idea I was pregnant um, because 
Lucy was just six months old, but I remember thinking in that moment, like, this is not me. I'm, what is the deal? Why am I acting so crazy? And Lou and I went to the um, grocery store and got a pregnancy test. I'm like, oh, that explains a lot. And I had just gotten it all wrong. And so I remember apologizing to you being like, I don't know where this came from, but this, I think this is the reason little Lola Bean is growing in my belly. So, um, sometimes we just get it wrong and you can't prepare. Like, you know, you just have to go with it. And, um, and there's beauty in a lot of the detours in life. You know who else got it wrong? Who? Dr. Doucet. <laughs> Hard doctor. She said you can't get pregnant while you're breastfeeding. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and that he- is... Like 70% true. Yeah. And actually you can twice. Thank you, Lola. And thank you, Hank. So, uh, but wouldn't have it any other way. That's the truth. You know, we talk about had we had that planned, how close our kids are. Our kids are super duper close. Like Lucy and Lola are 18 months apart. No, 15 months apart. And Lola and Hank are 18 months apart. I always say 14 and 15. Oh, you're probably right. (laughs) But we never would have mapped that out. Who would do that? And it's the most beautiful thing that's ever happened because they are really wild for each other and they're good friends and we're all doing life kind of together on the same track. And so for our family, it works really great, but we never would have planned that. But God's plans are always bigger. I remember showing Ken Schramm something, my boss at the time in Corpus, (laughs) a uh, photo on my phone and you texted and said you felt like it was a boy. (laughs) <laughs> I can remember him looking over it. He's like, you're having another kid already, bud? <laughs> Come on. You remember Perkalo, too. Our friends, Alexa and Perkalo, are like, stop. Do y'all know what's going on? Stop. Who would have babies this close? This is crazy. And lo and behold, they followed our exact pattern, I think. Exact pattern. <laughs> so now we're laughing at them. A few years them. behind. So mm-hmm. um, it's funny FaceTiming them and seeing uh, the <laughs> chaos that happens yeah. The whole bunch of boys stuck in a house. I know. We don't remember that at all. We're no. like, no, uh-uh, no. But it's awesome. But so back to the detours is I think it's important that you assess them when they come or the failure that you feel like you have. Assess it. Figure out how you can grow from it. Learn and then move forward. So are those the lessons on how you have learned to navigate through the hard moments? Yeah. I or are think, there more lessons? I think so. I think just uh, acknowledging it. But I also believe too, it's back to, I mean, my book, it all ties together because it's also who you surround yourself with. Who are the people that are giving you the narratives in your life? And so I would say that's important who you surround yourself with if they allow you to magnify your failures and detours or if they're the type of people that allow you to um, state what they are and then learn how to grow from them. Those are the kind of people I like to spend time with. Love it. And then uh, back to your accountability group. Yep. Uh, a lot of times people just have hard mm-hmm. and going through a time of hard. Mm-hmm. How do you coach them through it? Okay. So there's a podcast and there's a piece of the podcast that in every single one of my accountabilities, I make people listen to. And we've talked about Craig Rochelle a few times on our podcast, but he interviews Lisa Turkhurst and she has such a powerful message and she's talking about the olive tree and really how an olive a lot of times can be very bitter and um, hard and it takes the pressing and it takes getting the bitterness out in the hard pressing to get oil and oil produces light. And so 
oftentimes it takes both, um, you know, the good and the bad and pulling out the bitterness and the hardness of whatever the situation has been, um, you know, to grow an olive tree, it takes the harsh winds from the West and the cool breeze from the East and, and then pressing hard into that. And I think about that to be so true for our life as she talks about, like it takes the hardness and the good times and the bad times and, um, all the different seasons and sometimes being so hard pressed, but through that hard pressing, that's when, um, you see oil and oil produces light. So remembering that the hard pressing is for a season and that, um, oftentimes really great things come, um, from the other side of it. So I just, I love her teaching on that. And, um, it's Craig Ruchel's leadership podcast. And if you just type in Craig Ruchel and Lisa Turkhurst, and I believe if you fast forward it to like 2220, like I've read, I've listened to it so many times, 2220 to like 2525, it'll give you that nugget and it's, it will make your day for sure. You know, one of the other things I was listening to one of his podcasts the other day about um, the importance of focus. So going back to the beginning Mm -hmm. of like he would say that he to do that podcast, he would devote four hours. He would wake up at 4 a.m. And by the time 8 a.m. came around, he was done and prepared and and completed his podcast for that Mm -hmm. day. But um, a lot of times people will spend weeks on weeks uh, preparing for a message like what he puts together, but he really just focuses for four hours, puts his phone away, puts all the distractions away and uh, carves out that four hours to just focus Mm -hmm. and the things that you can do when you focus. Yeah, no, I think that's great. One of my favorite things to do talking about focus is I love to leave my phone upstairs and not put my watch on because my watch will ding different things. And it's amazing if you just leave it in a totally different room, um, you don't pick it up and get distracted or start going from one thing to the next to the next. So I think having immense focus is um, really essential in growth. But really fun for your husband when he's trying to find you. I know, I know. But you know what's really great about that too though? is if you text me, my I do get my text messages on my phone. So I always know if it's something really important. Um, yeah, so sometimes I miss your call. Yeah, but but you and I talk enough during the day. All the time. I love it. All right, babe. Chapter 15. That's a fun one. It's the best. <laughs> All right. Proud th- of you. Thanks, babe. Hey, it's Sarah Noose. And I believe that you are destined for greatness. Do you have a dream inside of you? You think about wanting more out of life? Well, I have seen incredible life change happen all across the country by women who have signed up for my four-week accountability group. I would love to offer you the opportunity for real life change. Head on over to saranoose.com and sign up. There's limited spots available, but I would love to get to know you have you join and watch you conquer your dreams. If this podcast was helpful, it would mean the world to me to have you rate it, review it, and share it on social media. Social media is a big place. And to reach more people, I would love your help. Thank you for joining us today. And remember, you are destined for greatness.